When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about what the founders would do, a little bit about the Constitution, and we're probably going to hear some rain hitting the roof. Um, there's a lot of statements being made right now, and they all carry the same general idea. So I want to talk about these statements that are being made, and we're going to talk about the general idea. I don't want to straw man anybody's opinion, so if I've got something wrong, correct me in the comments section, but I'm going to make an earnest attempt to explain where these statements are coming from, and then we're going to talk about it. The first part of them is always, I swore an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States, and that oath doesn't have an expiration date. Cool. I'm with you. Seriously. I, I like dedication. Even if it's to a cause I don't necessarily support, even if it's to a cause I oppose, Nobody wants to win against somebody who's half committed. So I'm with you there. The next part is that the stay-at-home stuff, well, that's unconstitutional. It's causing a lot of economic devastation. The science is shaky. The experts don't really know what they're talking about. And then all of this is followed up with the founders never would have tolerated it. That's the general statement that's coming out. Okay, I've said this before on this channel, and any time I say it, people get mad, but it constantly gets proven to be a pretty accurate statement. When people say, I support and defend the Constitution, normally what they mean is, I support and defend the Bill of Rights. And generally, most people only know the first two amendments. There's another group that may know the 4th and 5th as well, but there are very few that actually know the first 10 amendments to the Constitution. If you want to support and defend the Constitution, you have to read it, all of it. Oddly enough, what matters a whole lot in this case is the 10th Amendment. It is in the Bill of Rights. And what it says, roughly, is that any power that isn't specifically given to the federal government in the Constitution is a power that is the states. They have that power. If you read the Constitution, what you will find out is that, by and large, um, the states have authority here, not the feds. You know, they've got uh, stuff that happens interstate and stuff that uh, occurs with other nations. But what occurs inside of a state, not so much. They can advise, assist, facilitate, and they should but they can't really order anything. That's why if you go back through these videos, you don't see me calling for Donald Trump to order something. You don't see that. You see me asking for leadership because that's what he should be doing. It's the states that have authority here. The next part of this is that, well, they can't override my, my First Amendment right to peaceably assemble, my freedom of movement. They can't just take that away. Yes, they can. In a situation like this, yes, they can. 
the Supreme Court, using the mechanisms in the Constitution, which you support and defend, said they can. There are tons of decisions on this. Um, just because something is inconvenient does not mean that it is unconstitutional. In this situation, they do have this authority. It's been ruled on. Now, in Philadelphia, they once had an issue with yellow fever. Okay, and if you know anything about yellow fever, you're like, what? This isn't a joke. It really happened. It's weird, but it happened. It caused a lot of economic devastation. So much so that the banks were just like, you know what? We're going to automatically renew everybody's notes. Y'all don't even worry about it because the banks were better back then. The science was shaky. They didn't really understand it. They locked down the entire city on shaky science with a whole bunch of economic devastation. Put up checkpoints. Inhibited people's right to peaceably assemble and their freedom of movement. It happened. The president at the time was George Washington. It doesn't get more founder-ish than George Washington. The idea that the founders wouldn't have tolerated this is historically inaccurate. Not only would they, they did. In many cases, some of them actually played a hand in this. If you want to support and defend the Constitution, you have to know what's in it. You have to know the whole thing. This is not unconstitutional. And the founders certainly would have would have been okay with it. They were. Does this mean that we shouldn't worry about expansive government? Of course not. Of course that's not what it means. We absolutely should. This scenario has played out many times in American history. The powers are exercised and then they recede. When this is over, we should certainly make sure, make sure that it recedes. You want to get out there and... and, and make a statement for that, I will be with you, probably still wearing a mask. That's something that we should be concerned about. But to present this as unconstitutional or something the founders wouldn't have tolerated it, it is wrong. It's inaccurate. It's not true. And these statements, well-meaning or not, they're sending the wrong message. If you cry wolf, about tyranny, when tyranny arrives, nobody's going to believe you. This has played out over and over again in American history. Rights come with responsibilities, and one of them is to become educated. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all uh, have a good day.